Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Hey guys, it's Alana. And Jonah. And welcome back for another episode of Seeing Seeing Other People. People. Jonah, what is up? How are you today? Mm. What are you drinking? That's water. I just took a sip of water. Water. I'm great. We're recording our intro segment. Very excited for today's episode, talking to one of my longtime camp friends. Um, which, I'm surprised you didn't say dear friends. Everyone's a dear friend of Jonah's. I, I do always say they're a dear friend of mine. Take a shot every time Jonah calls someone a dear friend. But here's the thing. You and I are similar in this capacity. We have we don't really just have like eh, friends. We have like, yeah. fr- if you're our friend, you're our friend. You know, you're yeah. a dear friend. I get made fun of for having too many best friends. What's up with you? Any give us a little, you know, our audience wants to know about our dating lives and personal lives in the beginning of this stuff. So what's you have a date tonight, actually. I do know this. Tell us about this. This is a what's about this date tonight? I do have a date tonight. Well, here's the thing is that the date is the date that Lindsay helped me plan. Which you'll hear about towards the end of the episode that we are about to play for you. Yeah. And Lindsay's Lindsay is taking on the challenge of helping me out with my dating life. And so I have a date tonight with somebody that I met on hinge, I think. Yeah. What number date is this? One. With this person. Okay. So this is exciting because just for context, you guys are about to listen to an episode that we recorded last week. Then we're doing our intro now. Yeah. We forgot to do the intro. (laughs) All good. Lindsay talks about setting Alana up and helping Alana with some, not helping Alana with something. And now you have the date tonight. So obviously Lindsay's advice is it does Alana doesn't work. I did it on my own. Oh, please. Uh, Okay. All right. Um, Anywho. Well, we Speaking hope- of Lindsay, for those yeah. of you who don't know who Lindsay is, because we're just referencing this mystical, mystical creature named Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay is the host of the incredible podcast, We Met at Acme. Yes. And Jonah's dear camp friend. That's right. And Jonah and I, you know, we have some of our own thoughts in our head about how dating should work. And Lindsay has her thoughts in her head about dating should work. And not going to lie. We don't necessarily agree on um, what those are. We not every topic, and I think it's a fun one because you see me get converted to a different school of thought on a certain topic. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be informative. Um, and Lindsay, I like that Lindsay has rules because rules ultimately do help create structure around what is a very wild west of you know digital modern dating. So. You'll you'll uh, keep an open keep an open mind as you listen to this episode and let us know what you think of uh, some of these some of these takes. Real quick reminder that we do have a Patreon account. Patreon is a website where you can support us. You can you know basically subscribe for a monthly fee, get private episodes, get a T-shirt, get a hat. Sorry, not T-shirt, a sweatshirt. Uh, who wants T-shirts? It's cold outside. Uh, sweatshirt, get a hat. You can even you know support us uh, to a certain level where you will get put onto a text thread. Yep. And get texting, dating advice from us. We'll do a whole profile revamp. It's a whole thing. We've done it now it's a couple a of times. And um, yeah, well, we hope, uh, you know, go check it out. Go let us know if you want to support us there. Obviously on YouTube, if you want to watch our faces. But with all that, let's get into the Lindsay episode. Let's do it. And the podcast begins. I like this new intro thing we're doing where we do the intro and then we get to like jump into the episode hot. So hot. So hot. Linz, my dear friend, Lindsay Metzler from Camp Laurel South, day one OG, turned podcasting superstar of New York. 
Now I invite you here onto our podcast for the first time, which I realize we haven't done yet. You saw your first time meeting Alana. How does it feel to be on seeing other people? So crazy. I love this. I'm so glad to meet Alana. I feel like I've heard a lot about you um, from Jonah and just really excited to be a part of this today back at you. I actually remember when Jonah and I were going on dates, Mm. he referenced, he's like, yeah, like I asked Lindsay for advice on blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, ha ha. Well, actually, I've already listened to your entire episode with Lindsay. So (laughs) that's really, that was like after I think after my first date with Jonah, and this was like the first podcast episode I'd ever listened to. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm curious. I want to know more about him. So I Googled him and then the episode came up and I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So the episode made you like him more. <laughs> yeah. Really? Which is weird. Well, which is interesting because he was kind of talking about like being a fuck boy, but also a reverse fuck boy from what I remember. Right. Um, I think I just like thought, I don't know. I just liked getting to know more about him. It felt like, it felt like I was skipping ahead a few steps, you know, uh-huh. like not actually being on the date, but getting to learn about Jonah. Did you feel like he accurately portrayed who he was in the episode? Now that I like really know him now. Yeah. What the fuck guys? We're in for three <laughs> minutes and this has been a set. It's quickly turning. I, into I a know road. what you mean. Wait, can I ask you guys something? Cause I feel like no one has. And like, you haven't talked about it. Like, yeah. How far did you guys go? Oh, <laughs> literally we, only made out we only, oh, made, only made out, out? okay i don't okay. think i even had a boob graze was there a boob no. graze? Wow. jonah has never seen my boobs wow jonah that sucks for you yeah but that's one They're of the nice. reasons that's one of the reasons i'm sure okay i i, I believe that <laughs> that's <laughs> one, one of the reasons that's one of the reasons i think we're still friends i think people are like how are you guys still friends if you're like exes mm-hmm. and i'm like secretly in my head i'm like because we never banged if can I right. say banged. <laughs> also, yeah. like you're not exes. You went on a few dates. Right. Yeah. There's a difference. Well, yeah. It's a better better log line on a podcast if you say exes. You know, people know right, that. Right, right. More um, clickbait. It's also one word rather than like, well, we went on a few dates and then like I ended it because yeah. I wasn't ready and then we picked it back up. Then we talked about maybe dating down the line and then we didn't. And yeah, now we have a podcast. Exes podcast. Wait, can we just jump back also one second? I'm just curious, and this is not even a narcissist thing. I'm genuinely, sincerely curious. How is this? Di- how am I different than what I portrayed myself on that episode to now knowing me a lot? Like, I maybe, feel like I'm just I, very curious what you thought look, I was versus look, what you look. got. I haven't listened to the episode in a very long time, right? But I, I feel like you came across sounding like like a cool guy, mm. and like like the cool kid in school, and like. You're one of the weirdest people I know in the best way. Oh, that all checks out. Yeah, I'm fucking strange. Right. But I would say, just to add to this, that I would say that you came off like more of a fuck boy than I think you are in reality. Like, I think that you have the potential to be a fuck boy if you don't like the person. But like, you're very black and white. Like, you're either fuck boying them or like asking them to marry you. Correct. Like Which is, no in between. Maybe that is the most dangerous type of fuckboy. Yes, it's, probably. It's unreadable. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Or very readable. Yeah. Or, but that's, it's, it's a cog. Yeah. It's like the scariest type, I think maybe. Yeah. But yeah. We'll so in in all of our recent conversations about our dating lives and what's going on in them right now are whatever Jonah has said has led almost all of our listeners to be like, Jonah's kind of a fuckboy right now. Like maybe Jonah shouldn't be dating right now. Mm. I wouldn't say almost all the things that we're saying, but I would say maybe, yeah, not all the things I say. I, could, I would disagree. Like as Thank you. I feel like one of his oldest friends, I would say like if Jonah were to meet somebody who yeah. like blew him, like not blew him, but like blew his socks <laughs> off. Eventually. I mean. If someone gave him the um, best blow job ever. <laughs> then he immediately would be with them. I think like he I sees agree. a lot of like, you know, things that his friends have and he's like, oh, that's really nice. Like I want that. Yeah. That's a good analysis, Lindsay, too. You're looking into the, you're looking at the external factors, Harrison, Mike, two people yeah. who have like very positive relationships. Mm-hmm. These are my two best friends. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Well, yeah, I, my mom feels the exact same way, by the way. She says the <laughs> second that you meet someone, it's just going to kind of be like, game you over. Know, not even a quite game over. Like, and that yeah. could be, so that could be like two weeks, three weeks of dating. And obviously I'm not going to get down on one knee after two weeks of dating someone, but like, it'll just click. I might. I might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll just like click. And I do believe yeah. in that. And that's like, I don't know if you've read this book yet. Our friend Logan wrote called. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I had her on the podcast. Oh, that's right. You guys did the podcast together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's all about like fuck the spark and the spark doesn't exist and love at first sight. And I, I definitely agree with that, but I do think there's something that can exist where it's like chemistry at first sight, where it's like, you just kind of get that warm feeling of like, Oh, mm-hmm. this could, yeah. this is scary. Cause like, I think we actually are on the same page. Right now. That's funny because I just talked about that yesterday on the episode really? that's coming out on Sunday. Um, I was saying like, you know, the slow burn versus the spark. Or, mm. um, and I did this episode with Melissa Woodhouse and she was talking about her and her husband and how it was more of like a slow thing. Um, and I was saying how neither of them are like the, the, like the better one, but the ideal situation is when there is a spark and a slow, you know, like when there's a spark at first and then you like them more and more as you get to know them. So it's oh, like I love the combo. That. You know what? Maybe we do. The, it's like when you're on a bonfire and you have the starter log, but the starter log, you only have one. You don't use the fluid anymore after that. So you have the starter log, but then you got to get the actual wood going. And then that's yeah. when the fire lasts. Yeah, exactly. That's the ideal situation. Uh, sure. So, Lindsay, maybe you want to just paint a picture of where you are and, and sort of just what's going on in your personal life for our audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I am in my apartment in New York City um, that I'm living in with my boyfriend who is like two feet away from me working at his desk. What it is. What um, it is. And I am 30 years old, which is crazy. Um, and I'm from New York City and um, I host the podcast called We Met at Acme. And in terms of my personal life, I guess, yeah, I'm living with a boyfriend and um, it's my first time living with somebody. Wow. And it's, uh, it's interesting. You guys seem to be doing it very well, though. I mean, that's at least what the internet has told me. And plus, I know I never met him, but I get the sense, you know, he come. I've heard great things. And so it's yeah. like, you guys seem like you're having fun. We're totally having fun. And it's funny yeah. because, Jonah, you've seen like, you know, every guy I've dated. And yeah. um, I, I think this is the first relationship where it's actually someone that like I would also want to be friends with that I'm dating like someone that's like you know funny and like I don't care about the Jewish thing but like it helps in a way you know just like gets it and um, understands the same like things from growing up like you know the same stupid shows and like references which I feel like is really important to like maintain like a funny dynamic the built-in references is is I mean I was looking at our even our texting conversation about just we were joking about trying to remember someone's name, named Isabella, and we were just joking about what her last name was. I'm not going to go further than that at risk of like, you know. but I was like, I don't, I, it's like you are in my life. You are one of three people that any sort of, there's a whole book of inside lingo that can mm. exist where like that joke that we could go on for about saying this person's last name could have gone on for 50, 50 texts forever. And we do that often. Yeah. So I totally know what you're talking about. And that's cool that maybe that's the success of you guys. Is that this someone that you would want to be your, your friend just as much as you want to be your partner. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, You know what that got me thinking about though, is that the idea that Alana, you listened to an episode of Lindsay's podcast Mm -hmm. prior to us going on a date that's kind of a after the first date after the first date after the first date I was gonna say it would be nice to have any everyone that you're about to go out with kind of have their own private podcast episode where Mm. you could hear what they sound like you could hear you know what they're like in sort of a conversation and use that as a way to get to know them better and you get a sense of their inside jokes and their upbringing is that a stupid idea no i actually think it exists like in, in in a way and i'll explain like everyone is so there's always something you can find about someone on on like the web now and so like let's say i was going on a date with alana um pre her having a podcast like maybe there was like an interview you did when working at hinge or something that i can like find on youtube where it's like you speaking like i could really go deep and get into it maybe it's just um and i just did a tiktok on this maybe it's just your volleyball stats from high school like whatever it is (laughs) i like the max preps Exactly. There's something you can find about somebody. Um, So like pre-podcasts, I went on a date with a guy from Tinder like way back in the day. And I did some Googling and I found like a weird random interview he did. Mm. And it made me like interested in going out with him. And so I feel like there's always like podcast or no podcast, a way to find at least like a little bit more about someone before a date. I've definitely done that too before dates where I'll end up finding YouTube videos from like 2009 where they gave a high school presentation on Uh the history of like the animals in some like 
country and like all these random things. And I'm like, and I'm just watching them and I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. We're also like the volleyball stat thing you said, I've definitely pulled up people's like sports pages from high school and college. Yes. And then, but then I know that I can like bring up like what, the, like what hobbies and things we did growing up and, mm-hmm. and that like can lead into that conversation of me figuring out like, and hearing about their passions. So I do like doing that. Yeah. Also, if you, if a guy doesn't say his height and he was an athlete in high you school, can find you it. can yep. always find it. Yep. <laughs> uh, there we go. It's always about the don't height. Don't worry, Jonah. You, you don't have to later. worry. You're not, you weren't an athlete. No. <laughs> and, and you don't have to worry because I'm 6'2". So, you know, I'm perf- perfect height for anyone. Don't, really. don't. Don't don't be humble. You're 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 a nice like six three. Six three. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Clearly, I to, obviously. Some women are intimidated by the fact that I'm six three. They're like, "Whoa, you're <laughs> perfect and tall." And I'm like, "Yep, I know." Um, uh, so Lindsay, I thought it'd be fun. You know, it's been awesome seeing your podcast grow. And one of the things I love about our dynamic is that we fundamentally disagree on a lot of different things. And I thought it would be fun to do sort of a seeing other people versus we met at Acme segment um, where we sort of list out some fundamentals that we've come to terms with on our show. And then you tell us if you agree or not, and then vice versa. I'd love to hear sort of the, the, the rules that you've created, because I think what I do love about your podcast is that you have rules and it just helps makes more, more sense of a lot of chaos, which is dating. So that I love. Um, I, I, I thought maybe a fun one to start with is, is, uh, is this concept of a thank you text. Yeah. Which, oh God. Uh, We're gonna get right. It's so funny. We're going to get right into I it. Saw, I saw you guys, well, well, mostly Jonah, answering questions and it was like debunking myths that like girls think and right. you were giving advice and I just wanted to like respond to every single one be like, no, no, Jonah, stop. No. Um, Perfect. So... This, and that's why we're doing this episode. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, the thank you text um, for people who, you know, are not familiar um, after, let's say in a hetero situation, a girl and a guy go on a date, um, the, the guy pays, which they should because they asked for the date most of the time. So you're and saying whoever asked should pay. Yeah. Whoever asked should pay. Okay. If the girl asks, she should pay, honestly, or at least be prepared to. Okay. Um, and so they go into the day, the guy pays, let's say it's drinks. Let's say it's like two drinks, um, like at pasties or something. So <laughs> she, so he pays and on the date, she's like, thank you so much. Like, so like, thank you, you know, and like they kiss or like whatever they go home, whatever, or like walk each other home, not go to each other's apartments. Yeah. Cause again, that's not okay. Um, but then, then the next day comes around and a girl decides, you know what? I didn't thank this guy enough. Um, I need to thank him again. Hmm. So I'm going to send um, a thank you text, even though mm-hmm. I thanked him on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, worst decision she could ever make. <laughs> so I, I think um, just we have to uh, like abolish the thank you text. Why? What? Tell us. Tell us more about why, because and not I'll just jump in and say that like I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I've talked to a lot of my guy friends when I after a date when I'm trying to figure out like do I text them do I wait like here's the rundown of the date what's the next thing that happens and they're always like no like I want the thank you text and I've had guys my guy friends text me being like she hasn't texted me thank you I also went on I think I went on a, some dates with this guy last year who he told his friends that I didn't text him thanking him. And that's why he didn't want to go out with me again. Well, you dodged a bullet because <laughs> any guy who thinks like that is troubled and, and unwell. Um, I think that guys who need a thank you text are hands down 100% insecure. Um, and guys who are going to reach out to you despite not getting a thank you text are really into you. And it's a nice confirmation that you get to know as opposed to kind of interrupting their thought process, saying thank you and them having to respond to you, whether or not they plan to ask you out again because Mm. you texted them. Um, So then you find yourself in this like weird limbo position where you're like talking and making small talk, but like, you don't know if they're actually into you or just 
they have to respond to the fact that you said thank you. So I think not texting thank you creates a more organic uh, connection where you are for sure that this person had a good time because they reached out to you as opposed to you kind of interrupting that as a girl. But but the, I don't think a guy would continue talking to somebody if they don't feel like they want to. It's already hard enough to get a response from anybody. So like the idea that they're not going to res- they're going to keep up small talk over a thank you text. Are you, can I, I hold on? I guess are we talking about a thank you text in the sense of literally thanking someone twice and like you don't have to open the door like when someone you hold the door open for someone you don't say you don't say thank you and then turn around and say thank you again exactly <laughs> like I, exactly that, that, jonah that part i get so that's that part why I get. we don't send but, the text but 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 there's a difference between a thank you text. a thank you text can oftentimes have subtext which is the thank you text for a lot of people who aren't as in tune with their communication and with controlling how they they have a grasp on their dating life they use it as a way to show that, oh, this person had, doesn't fucking hate me. Like this person, there might be a second date. You know, I didn't blow it completely. You're, you're shaking your head. Uh, are you basically, are you saying that, are you okay with someone reaching out after a first date, forget the word thank you, and saying, hey, I had a great time. I would love to see you again. Are you saying that that is a text that in this example, the woman should not send? Yes, 1000%. Why? Why? Because it just puts all your cards on the table way too quickly. Like, I want you, Alana, I want you to experiment by doing this and telling me what happens. Because, um, you know, I've, I've spoken to my boyfriend about this and like I've spoken to other guys, and it's like you sending that text the next day is you being like, I like you and I had a good time. No one mm-hmm. needs to know that yet. You don't. You can't like someone after one date. You like, can have a crush chill, on someone after chill. one date. You can have a, no. J- Jonah and I will argue that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The girl does not need to say I like you after the first date. She's not saying I like you. She's saying I had a great yes, time. I'd love to is. see you. I had a good time. Yes, she is. Yes, that is the same thing. The same exact thing. Trust me. So okay. So now let's flip it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go on a situation here. I'm the guy, right? I had a great time too. But maybe this girl, you know, she's super. She's just super passionate, and she's got a great job, and she's got this awesome life. And I'm like, wow, you know, that was a really nice time. And I would never wait for someone to text me, "Thank you for dinner." I don't give a shit. And there is a whole thing about like who's paying for dinner. I've never a girl, a woman has never paid for the drinks, and I always do feel like if the woman does want to pay for the drinks in the hetero situation that we're describing. It needs to be an aggressive ask. It needs to be take the credit card out of the hand or get it done because I just, I've never heard of any of my guy friends ever going out with someone who actually did, who actually paid. But that aside, you go on a whole whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. You go on the date. I come home. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in love with her because this is what I do. And I would love to see her again. Um, But if you look at our texts and like based on the whole situation, like there's just like, I don't know if I'm not a confident guy, maybe I'm waiting for some reassurance from her, some sort of permissions, the wrong word, but some sort of sign that signal. says, Hey, signal that says, Hey, the feelings that I'm, you know, I reciprocate the way you feel. And like, um, I want to give this guy some sort of like information that says, either ask me out again or that I didn't have a horrible time because this guy could equally be thinking she didn't text me. Therefore, why would I text her? And I'm not saying that's healthy thinking, but if it's we not. Both, both, and and both can people, I ask you something in this yeah. situation? Did you kiss on the date? Yes. I don't know why so I'm saying that if, specifically. If you kiss <laughs> yeah. on the date, yeah, then that's enough. Why do you, yeah. What, what else does she need to give you? I've kissed, I've kissed guys at the end of a first date though, where like, I just felt like I had to because it was in the moment and Me like too. it would have been awkward Me too, but they don't if I know didn't, that. but right. But <laughs> like I've kissed someone, but not wanted to see them again. Same, but they don't know that. And so they would text me the next day and then I would make it clear that I'm not interested in going out with them. Right. But I you would make it clear that you don't want to see Here's the thing, them Jonah, if you went on a date. And you were like, oh, my God, I really like this girl. And you said that to me. And I was like, that is amazing. I'm so excited that you're into this girl. And then the next day, she didn't text you. You would still text her. I don't. 100%. 100%. So so why? So what's the point? You know, there's no point. I think... I think that I'm not a, the case as a lot of, as a, I think I'm a small 1% of people who are like, 
I disagree. I think most males yeah, are so overconfident that they, um, there's, you're less likely to find the really shy, insecure, oh my God, she didn't text me the next day than you are to find like, yeah, she's into me. Like, of course she's into me. I'm going to text her. Okay, but okay, so the, question, question. Yeah, go, go, go. And, and Jonah, I feel like what I'm dealing with right now, like I feel like all of this and the texting stuff is a really good example. But okay, so let's say you go on a date and then the guy does not text you the next day. Like at what? what's the timeline of like when that initial text should be sent by, in, I guess what you're saying is the guy. I think like before 3 p.m. the next day. So I recently went on a second date and I did not, and the date was great. And I did not hear from him until two days later at like 6 p.m. And <laughs> you're, oh, you're already your getting the shakes. <laughs> but I'm seeing him tomorrow. For a third yeah, date. I don't love this. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ilana. <laughs> but now, keep us my... posted. I will. <laughs> well, here, but here's the thing: is like I know that he's not a big texter, and like he's communicated to me that he does. He literally does not look at his phone when he's working. That's a lie. Yep. But I also like I have look right at her now, make excuses. I have thirty six on red texts. You'll get oh, to Alana, them. you are always on your phone. You are always texting while you're working. We're all always on our phones. Yeah, okay, I know. But um, guys, everyone, go to what does he do for right a living? Now. Is he is he an astronaut? <laughs> 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 That's a funny word. Um, all right, next topic. Wait, next no, no, topic. I just want to go. I just want to. I just want. This is going to lead us to our next topic. So, Lindsay, in the scenario that you pitched, you kind of have have converted me to this idea that yes to the person who goes on that date, you don't need to send a thank you text. You don't need to like, I will sometimes ask for texting when you're back home safe. And I know, I think you're anti that as well. And that's, no, I'm not anti that. I think that's oh, okay. wonderful. That's a loophole. I like that, Cause then it can, it can just keep the ball yep, rolling. That's and then a you're loophole. In a conversation. That's a loophole. But to be, to be, to be sincere, it's not even about seeing like, it could be someone who I never want to see again, but I sincerely will panic if I'm like, what if they got fucking kidnapped on the subway? Like, you know, I'm that's going nice. to do a call from their mom. No, no, no. You're doing the right thing. I think, and that's another conversation um, I had with these women who are hilarious, who you should definitely have on on this podcast, Erica. um, We were on their podcast. Oh, Erica and Molly. Yeah, Erica and Molly. They're great. Um, And they were saying that if a guy doesn't say, like, text me when you get home safe, then, like, he's trash and he's not into it. I agree with that. Um, But, okay, so, but here's the question. Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, before we move on. It's not a move on. It's not a move on. Okay, okay, okay. Go. Lindsay, in the situation you described, so don't text the guy after the date and wait for him to text you. Afterwards. Unless he but says, now, text me when you get home safe, because that's right, sociopathic unless, unless that, if totally, you don't. Unless that, yeah. unless that. But let's assume that, you know, the date uh, he paid, but there was a real life thank you. Then this, you know, lady goes home and now she's waiting for this guy to text because she listens to your podcast. And, you know, Lindsay says, don't text him because he's going to text you to initiate something. Because if he likes you, he will text you. Um, if the guy doesn't text, is that a, is it fair for that lady to then say he's ghosting me? No, I, I don't think. Okay. Um, uh, maybe though, maybe, um, but, but why? Because he's not ghosting. She hasn't texted him. That's a mutual so, ghost. So I would say, I would say, okay. no, he's just not interested in her. It's, it's not a but ghost. It's just the a, reason a, I'm saying a, this lack a lot of interest. Of the, yeah, and the reason I'm saying this is, is the number one complaint that we all fucking get in our DMs is about ghosting. So I just want to go on the record and say it's not ghosting if you haven't texted them something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel, fair, I feel but like it's... another thing that happens is what about what about the situation where like the guy is waiting for her to reach out to find like to see like okay if she likes me she's gonna reach out and the girl is waiting for the guy. If you like that me, situation doesn't exist in my opinion. That's like that's mythical. Yeah, Lindsay's thesis so, is well, that the guy will always text. That's that's mm-hmm. happened to me after an incredible, incredible, like seven hour long first date. And we both seven were, hours also is not okay to be on a date, but we'll know, get into it. Oh, why? Why? Wait, why? Why? Because you're busy. You're busy. <laughs> Wait, what? You have other things to do. Like you're not sitting <laughs> on a date with someone for seven with hours. Yeah, okay. That tells them to. <laughs> I that, don't have anything else to do at three. The seven hour date though, Alana told him that you were into him. And he needed well, that text still after seven hours? I don't think so. We, well, we talked the next day and then mm. th- like 
I don't know. I guess the conversation ended. I was waiting for him to reach out. He was waiting for me to follow up. Nothing. Four months, nothing. Then we matched on Hinge. And, or no, then I just randomly texted him one day being like, so time for a second date. And then we dated for like six months and we talked about it. He's like, no, I was like, I assumed that if you were into me, you were, you were going to text me. And I was like, well, I was waiting for you to do that and ask me to hang out again. And we just literally neither of us ever reached out again for four months because we were waiting for the other one too. Yeah. But like, did this become like the person for you? No. So like, it's like there wasn't enough that he wanted to reach out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe he wanted to mm-hmm. date you for six months, but like if he really, really liked you, he would have reached out. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that after a first date. No, you do. <laughs> but didn't you just say you that just, you yeah, don't you really just said know? That you, don't. you just said that you, you said don't. You said you can't like someone after a first date. No, no, no. What I said was <laughs> that you can't tell somebody you like them after a first date. There's a difference. Okay. We'll let the listeners Jonah, be Jonah the judge told of that. me he liked me on our first date. Of course he did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, I did. I don't know. What, so uh, that's a. This has been an interesting, profound conversation, and I'm sort of a converter, Lindsay. Like I think my advice to my girlfriends might be: after the first date, don't text them. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't respond. Um, but, and if he doesn't text you for like a week and you really felt something, then give some sort of clue or sign. Although don't do clues cause you should just be upfront, but I'm, I'm more of a converter now. Um, Lindsay, you did mention that when you were listening to the episode, what guys wish girls knew you were nodding your head, wishing that you could sort of grab me by the neck and yeah. throw me against a wall. Is there anything that you're recalling? Cause you realize all the stuff I said, it's not like it's like it came from real people, you know, yeah. and it's what it's what us guys in our little corners, you know, us bros are like talking about in a in sure, a sure, sure, sure. But I have so to say, I think that you, Jonah, are like not the entire sample size. I think that you are totally. unique as a guy, and I think that maybe something that you like, um, maybe you know, another guy wouldn't like necessarily. I agree with that. So, so um, for example, like one thing that I was cringing about was you were like, you should compliment guys. Like you need to compliment them more. Like compliment this was them somebody, all the just time. Just, that's this were coming came, from other people. Yeah. This was okay. not this, this, came this came from, from a guy. Yeah. yeah, this came from fucking, okay. we polled 3,000 well, people. That guy was wrong. <laughs> you don't think guys want compliments? What I do. Once you you're on? officially dating them, once you're their girlfriend, you can compliment them. But there's no... Lindsay, like, you're saying no compliments <laughs> to your boyfriend, girlfriend? That's fucking should insane. I, wait, should I pull up this list of what the guys submitted to us? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, not just, no compliments until your boyfriend girlfriend but like no compliments for like a while Lindsay's like showing up on a second date being like you look fucking gross you're ugly <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're showing no, up no like disses but no compliments I gosh it's so funny like if someone compliments me that's the way to my heart and like you know they'll, they'll in my mind I'll try to make an effort to, to see it through so I don't know. That's I'm curious. I'm curious. But that's because you're a Leo and you love compliments. Okay, and... so, Wait, so there is a reason. Question for you. Question for you. Yeah. So Jonah and I are both Leos. What does I that mean? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> well, it means that you're both. Um, you know, you're similar in a lot of ways. You like uh, being in the spotlight and um, attention, but you're also like a very good friend and, you mm-hmm. know, all the lion qualities, like protective of the people you love and you're warm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Leo men and Leo women differ in matters of love a lot of the time. I think Leo women um, are more likely to like stay in um they have a both both of you have a lot of pride but i think for leo women they could find themselves in a situation where they're not being like treated the way that they should be for a longer time because a mix of like pride Mm. and like being too loyal almost whereas leo men like so like example like leo women are more of like the lioness leo men are very much the lion and like it's it's like they don't have um like they need to be like the king of the jungle, you know? And like historically, I think like Leo men in like, you know, the 
the old times were the ones that like had like many like lovers and like multiple wives and like you know that kind of stuff like i'm convinced that that was all started by like a leo man whereas leo women are more into just like one person connecting um but can like often get get hurt like most of my friends who are leo like i I have so many close leo women friends and um i feel like they i don't want to say like settle because they don't but they sometimes like don't realize their worth whereas i feel like leo men almost realize it almost like are too into their worth if that makes any sense um but i will say that you're both um great i love leo so, but would we be compatible no, no. um so no. i think i think two leos in a relationship there are it, often there are two of the same signs that do well together two leos wouldn't i think two libras wouldn't um but i think two leos wouldn't because like one of them needs to be like the one getting attention and like i've often found in a situation with two leos a man and a woman um in a hetero situation the woman will get hurt that's just what i've noticed sorry alana sorry to let you down (laughs) i mean i i just always get hurt in every situation (laughs) so um okay wait i have some work out between us never say never justin bieber circa 2012 um yikes okay so what guys wish girls do i'll just i'll just read a few of the ones that we pulled out we want you to initiate to ask us out invite us to things ask us about our feels um say again we want you to initiate to they said we want you to initiate to ask us out invite us to things kiss us first ask us about our feels i think like maybe five six dates in Playing hard to get is a huge turnoff because why would I want someone who's not interested? No, they're lying. There were a lot of those. Yeah, um, I like your answer is like, they're, it's no. not the truth. I, they don't know. They spent 30 uh, years of their life growing up inside this body. They don't know what they fucking want. They don't. Why would someone lie? It's, why would someone lie about what they want? I don't know. I don't know why people lie. It's okay to respond right away and double text. No games are necessary. No. You can respond right away, but no double texting. Is that a fundamental? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. A double text. Maybe that's why I'm single. Whatever girls don't verbally communicate with us, we will not know. We can't read minds. 100% agree. Yeah, I agree with that too. We literally don't get enough attention physically or emotionally. Um, probably true. But like, wow, wow. I really don't feel bad. Like you're... A but, man but in this society. Isn't, but isn't them not getting attention a result of women playing games? No, I think once you're dating a woman, she'll give you the attention you need. Well, yeah, once you're dating, but like that that's the thing we're all trying to get to that we can't. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. All right, we don't we don't understand hints, just tell us what you want. Hundred percent. If you want to know something, ask. Being upfront is always the easiest path to getting it completely agree guys like to be complimented and treated special too maybe um once you're (laughs) official (laughs) all right you know what i see what's happening here um i want to have a course i'm i i want you (laughs) let's flip this Lindsay. you have a such a 50,000 foot if not higher view on the whole dating world and Tell us some shit, right? Tell and tell you can speak to the Alanas of the world. You can speak to the Jonas of the world. You can speak to somebody else. Tell us some shit that a you've never been able to say in a podcast before, or talk about, or never been able to ask because maybe you're not always talking to other dating podcast people. But also, give me some fucking specific ass tips. Like, all right, if I'm playing this game wrong, if what I think I want is not correct, and you know what, what, what am I? I guess it's two part, right? Let's start with the first one. What's something you wish you could always talk about or say that you know that hmm. people should know? Um, I mean, I can't really get too into the sex thing these days. Um, so, but I'm not going to get into it now either. 
Um, we did talk recently about like banter and bantering. And I wish there was a way to like show all my conversations with people I've dated in the past to my listeners. So I could show mm. them like what to say and not to say. Um, Whoa. but like, I don't know. I don't know how to like verbalize. It's hard to teach somebody how to banter, but, um, I will say that I, um, a friend of mine matched with someone on hinge and it was me that matched with him because I was on her hinge and I spoke to the guy as oh her. God. Oh my God. For like three months. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Shut the fuck up. And now they live together. <gasps> what? Stop it. Wait, this is I fucking swear. tea. What? This is what we wanted. This is our, first of all, this is our teaser. That's the teaser for the episode. Lindsay. No. You need to stop oh calling She's out the teaser in the moment. No, I think Holy it's Holy shit. Wait, Lindsay. Does now tell me that here's the more, here's the fucking more icing. Of everything. Well, does the guy know that it was you for the first three months? Um, oh fuck! I'm gonna get myself in hot water here. He knows that it was me in the beginning. And then you were like, I stopped after a weekend, and it was seriously still you for three more months. It wasn't me as much as it was like she. I would make her text me every time he texted and tell her exactly what to say. Oh, Do you actually think that like gosh. this is the person who's right for her who like if they didn't meet on a dating app setting if they just met got to know each other without the like crutch of you deciding what to say and how to say it and when to say it. Do you think that like like how did you know that like this could work out or like this was right for your friend? I didn't but i knew that this was a great guy that she had a really good first date with mm -hmm. and so after i knew that their in person was so good after yeah. you know i had been texting him and then they actually met in person i knew that in order to continue this which is great for her and she likes this guy um we have to keep whatever we're doing on the text back end um, and let her cultivate the relationship with him in person. So, okay. What, what advice would you give to people who are not good texters who can't do like banter over text who just hate texting and they, they can't do it when it comes to dating? I would say that less is more. So if you think you're going to say something like cringy and bad, like just, don't say anything. Um, I would say, I think we might've done a TikTok on this recently. So I'm trying to think what I said, but um, like, like be weird, you know, be a little weird. Like instead of saying like, do you have the antibodies? Be like, are you in the antibodies club? You know, like always make it a little bit more like saucy. Mm -hmm. um, I think like sometimes like a photo or a GIF is better than a word. Um, or like reacting to someone's text um, can be just as, you know, effective as saying like, sounds good. Um, and I think, you know, it's important to just like be confident about it and um, like reference inside jokes from your dates and things like that. Like if you had like a waitress who like smelled really bad, you and like, they're like, can we go on a date like next Wednesday? And, and you can be like, yeah, only if our waitress can come. Like I really liked her smell or like something, you know, like mm -hmm. you have to always like bring it back to the joke. I'm yeah. still shook by this idea that you spent three months um, in a, Serio Devoidiac, whatever it's called, Cyrano um, plotline, wherein you were texting. Were you handling all digital communications while they were going on in real life dates? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, except for like hand, like holding their phone. But the, I mean, look, this is still okay because ultimately these people still had a in real life connection that was working. So I, I don't necessarily feel like it's that bad, right? It's I don't like, think it's bad at all. I don't think it's bad yeah. at all, and. And essentially, I mean, I don't think it would have worked if they didn't have that connection. And yeah. he really loves her for who she is. He doesn't like her for the text she sent in the first few weeks, whatever. But she was so out of the game and like so um, not familiar with like 
you know, having a serious relationship that she just didn't know how to like get, get it started. And so it was very much like um, a hitch situation where she just needed like a jump start. Part of me still is not sure how I feel about the whole situation. The other part of me wants to like ask you to do this for me. <laughs> I would love to do it for you, Alana. In fact, that's a project that we should do. Oh, that's a great thing. Jonah, you have been talking about wanting to like well, do actual research the one, and, yeah, and one projects of the things like I this. want to do on our podcast is like is a way to like kind of like make it, you know, have these little stints of like interesting things is I was going to set Alana up with somebody and basically like interview guys and sort of play Cupid on her behalf, have them on the show, help mm. her weed through to find somebody. I love this idea that we should do this thing where we do a collab. And you're Lindsay controlling Lana's digital life. And I got to be real with you. The second you started telling the story, the first person that came to my mind was Alana as someone who could possibly benefit from saying less. Great. And I mean this, you are perfect yeah. in every way, Alana. But if we were to try something, I'd be curious what happens if you were a little less phone obsessed and a little less. And I, Lindsay, I can already tell from your style. It's not, you're not, you're not giving, you're not fucking constant. I imagine it's like less is more, you know, that's yeah. probably the thesis. And so I, I have, yeah, yeah, I have to tell you, like, that's the one thing that I know I crush is mm -hmm. the texting and the banter. Like if there were a way that I could do that, <laughs> you guys, okay, Lindsay if just there... got a chair thrown at her for talking about texting other guys. <laughs> um, Lindsay, are you okay? Should we call? Shona <laughs> goes, Lindsay just got a, a chair thrown at her for talking about other guys. <laughs> um, no, if there was like one thing that I am confident about, it's, it's that ability. Um, and, and actually I'll give you an example. My, Please. my boyfriend didn't text me before, like to confirm our first date until the day of like, two hours before which is so not okay it's insane. and <laughs> like it was it was psychotic and so like we hadn't text like we made the date and then we didn't text for like three days and then he texted me like two hours before the date and was like oh my god i can't like i thought i texted like are we still on and instead mm. of responding and being like oh my god it's totally fine like i'll make it work or like or like actually no it's not okay like i just found the gif of in Billy Madison when um what's his name the weird looking guy um Steve Buscemi crosses off Billy's name on the hit list oh. <laughs> that's hilarious and, and I just sent it to him and he thought it was like the funniest thing that's ever. really funny and just like that I think is way more effective than like a whole essay about like why it's not okay to text on that day and whatever yeah completely agree all um, right well let's well, let's do this i think this Ready? is a project we're going to do we actually do have to offline about that because i think this could be very interesting and we've been trying to think of ways to make the dating unscripted dating podcast have more of like a narrative edge and i think this could be it mm. so this we'll talk about this but um yes you know, we are somehow magically like 50 minutes into our episode. So I do want to get to some questions that we had from our peeps. But, you know, overall, I think we could talk for hours. And so hopefully you'll come back at some point so we can continue the debates. We didn't even get to like two of them. So that's 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 a good sign. Agreed. Um, and also, I want to have you guys um, on We Met at Acme together because I know I've had Jonah, but I think together is is a special thing. That'd be that'd be fun. MVP. Let's do it. Well, let's start with that question. This is one question we got from somebody, um, which is actually, we'll save it for last. Okay. Um, from one of our listeners, how to break up with someone you love? How do you know when you're in love? Um, those are two very different questions, I would yeah. say. But yeah. um, the first one to break up with someone you love, um, my therapist and I went over this for years. Um, you you have to do it with love and not like in a fighting moment, but in a, in a moment where you're just like, you know, sitting on the couch and you have a conversation that is obviously going to be heartbreaking, but is something like, you know, I, I love you, but mm -hmm. I, I know that we're not happy and that love sometimes isn't enough. And like, this sucks, but 
you know, I've thought about it. Whenever you're going to break up with someone, you have to make them know that you've thought about it. Because if you don't say that, they can be like, oh, well, like, what if, no, like, you didn't, no, I've thought about this for, like, a while. Um, And the second part is, how do you know you're in love? I think, um, hmm, Mm. I don't know. I think you just, like... I don't it, it's it's a weird thing to like verbalize. I think yeah. it's just like it's a feeling where you just um I would say it differs from like loving somebody because it's like you still have this like burning passion for them in a way and you're still like growing with them and you still it's like every time you see them or like they do something you're like look at them lovingly and you're still like excited to come home to them and it's like Mm. that's more of the in love feeling whereas i'd say love is more like um like loving them through the like shitty stuff Mm -hmm. i I mean a lot of anything i agree i agree with all i'm I'm sure i was like half listening and half like thinking really hard because yeah it's really hard to put it into words but i think for me it's been like this aspect of I care so, so deeply about how this person is feeling and, Um, and wanting the absolute best for them and wanting to do what I can to make their day even 1% better. Um, And I think it's, it's deciding that like that. Ah, it's so hard. It's so hard. I don't know, Jonah. I <laughs> I don't know I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, um, I know, like I know I've had moments where I've like looked at a guy that I've been dating and been like I love this person like I and I just like looked at him and and even if he's like doing like doing something whatever he's doing whatever he's like looking at I'm just like I've had moments where I like look at someone and I realize like holy shit I love this person and would probably do anything for them. Mm. That's nice. I would say I figured it out. True love is one soul's recognition of a counterpoint in another, <laughs> which is of Never course a wedding, that one. wedding crashers quote, but I do believe that to be true. I don't know about the love thing. I liked both your answers. I'm not going to say anything stupid. Um, second question. Why is self-sabotaging a thing? Why do we do it other than trauma, which wouldn't actually be the first thing that came to my mind as to why we self-sabotage, but why is self-sabotaging? And I think it is a huge thing in dating. You see it all the time on The Bachelor, um, but that's not real life. So <laughs> most of the time, I feel like I have a lot of friends, girls and guy friends, um, or whatever, you know, whatever gender you identify as. Um, they're always like, I'm going to self-sabotage this. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean you're going to yeah. self-sabotage? Like, they're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess this up. And I do sometimes know that excitement that comes with really liking somebody after a first date or second date or third date. And you really like them and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I forgot all the rules that I know to play it cool, play it cool. Jonah, like don't, don't invite them over like to, for again tomorrow or, you know, don't text them too much. Um, and then it, the, the self-fulfilling prophecy is kind of fucking true. I mean, I had one date with somebody recently wherein I thought she was super cute really fun we hung out she came over we like made out some other stuff did not have sex and i thought she was like cool i was like i actually see myself with this person again i'm just gonna like kind of play it cool and so i sent like a text the next day and she was taking a while to respond and i was like oh you know the dating expert in me says that i'm about to get a text about something um but the innocent person in me says you know what she's just busy doing her thing and then i think a day went by and we were small talk texting i was like hey i'd love to see you again do you want to get drinks this weekend and more time had passed and I was like, okay, the dating expert needs to fucking shut up because the expert is like, not expert, but like the dating podcast person is like, bro, she's going to send you a text being like, um, still in love with my ex. And lo and behold, Jonah was right. And I got a text on that Saturday being like, Hey, I hope this isn't weird, but like, I think you're really awesome. Um, and like, I just, you know, I'm not really, I, I don't think I'm in a place to be doing this. And, uh, and I instantly responded saying, don't even, of course, I totally understand. I think you're great too. If you ever have a change of heart, I'm around. I wish you the best. Like it was instant. Like I didn't want to have her think for a second that I was like debating what to say. And I appreciated her eventually sharing her truth. Do I think she took too long? Maybe to send that text. But 
did I start by thinking I'm going to self-sabotage and then it ended up being a logistical thing on her end? The listener can make the decision here because she did mention to me that she yeah. had just gotten out of a relationship. So like, I believe I that. I don't think that's self-sabotage. I don't think so either. Anyway, okay. I think self-sabotage is what you mentioned before when like, you know, you either like can't control your emotions so you don't leave this person alone and then they end up being not in into you anymore or it's when we do this thing where we test them and we're like how much can they take and still be down for me even though they barely know me and have nothing to actually grasp like grasp onto right and then i'm going to be so upset with them if uh, if they're not into it after like that is self-sabotage to me it's like i'm going to show them how crazy i am right now and if they can't handle it that's who i am it's like no you're literally sabotaging yourself like show show that to them um like when the time is right but like until until you get to that point like you don't need to scare anybody away like that I think is self-sabotage. I, I agree with you. I but, agree. but what is the logic behind not being your most authentic self? So of course front? you should be your most authentic self, but like, uh, like you can still be your most authentic self and like not tell them that your sister's a murderer until like you're official. Do you know what I mean? Like I do hundred percent know what you mean. I think the line it, is just going to be difficult for some listeners to be like, well, because I've been on a lot of dates with, sometimes I feel like I attract or I'm into those type of women who are like, my mother is taking Xanax every day. And, you know, it's because my father hasn't spoken to me in four week, four years. And when I was studying Greta Gerwig's thesis yeah, at no, Columbia. Like I would save that at least for like the fifth date. I think, yeah. I think there's a difference between like being open with someone and sharing something really intimate. Like my boyfriend and I were talking about the other day that we didn't talk about like, like I would always ask him like about his family, like tell me about your family, tell me about your family. And he'd be like, they're amazing. They're great. And like, they are amazing and they are great. But like I wanted more and like, I didn't get yeah. more until like the sixth date. And, and same with me, like I am sober and it's like a new ish thing. Yeah. And, um, well, sorry, someone's FaceTiming me and I didn't, um, I didn't tell him the extent of it until, like I just basically told him that like I don't drink it doesn't work for me like it's you know and I didn't tell him the extent of like any of it until probably like our fifth date and even then I was terrified to but I knew that he was at least a little bit like invested in me and like liked me. I think I actually told him after we had slept together um so it was like it took me a while to to open up about whatever I you know darkness I had and I think that's how it should be. Like, I think they, you, like, if you dump all of that on someone right away, it's just too much. Yeah. Completely agree. And I think just going back to the original thing of why we self sabotage, like, for me, I know that I'm terrified, like, when I start to like someone because. I feel that like the second it starts to go well, like, oh, this is the beginning of me getting hurt. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, like I'm just, I know I'm going to get hurt. So I'm going to like let it happen and start to happen. Um, but yeah, Joan, I think the situation that you were describing is more just like a gut feeling for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, there it is folks. All right. Last question, which, um, Lindsay, you can give a long answer and then you're going to have to end it with a yes or no. So I'll preface it by that. <laughs> um, the question comes from one of our listeners on our Instagram. Does she, being Lindsay, does she think you and Alana should go out? Um, I don't. I think that you guys have a really great friendship now. And I think that even if you did have a connection at first, um, it was a connection that was like your destiny to do something like this together. And this is where like you thrive most. And you guys do have something really special doing this podcasting stuff together. And I think that um, I can't imagine that Jonah would be able to do something like this. If, if the desire was stronger to be romantic with you, not saying that he doesn't want that. Um, he doesn't, but I, I think that, you know, you have a really powerful friendship and, um, 
you guys guide each other in really necessary ways. Um, and I'm sure it will definitely be something that the people that you end up with in the future will be jealous of. But, um, you know, I think that friendships are rare and important, especially when they're, um, with someone of the opposite gender or, you know, and I think that you guys have something special, but I don't think that romance is your end game. We should just play that at the beginning of every episode that we, that we do. <laughs> Welcome to seeing other people. Uh, quick reminder. We are not going to end up dating, yeah, according quick to reminder Lindsay. From Lindsay. Um, uh, I love that answer. And I do think yeah. you're, you're spot on with, with all, with all those points. Yeah. Um, well, Linz, we're at that time. Um, this was a blast. We're going to talk about, you know, I guess where I feel like if they're listening to our podcast, they know who you are, but you know, where, where would you like to direct our listeners? Um, towards um, what you're working on. Yeah. Check me out at We Met at Acme on Instagram, TikTok. Lynn's Mets is my personal. Um, and uh, stay tuned for our episode with Jonah and Alana coming up. I love your TikTok because sometimes I think I really want you to be like, here's five reasons. And you hold up three fingers. <laughs> 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 I'm like waiting for the day that you're just like, here's to- 25 reasons. It's like the wrong finger count. There are a lot of like mess ups. So. Uh, you might see that. Yeah. Behind um, the scenes. Everyone, thank you so much. This is great. Uh, seeing other people, Patreon, all that jazz you guys know about at this point. And we'll see you guys next week. Stay tuned for Lindsay helping me find love.